everyone, welcome to the Ayumi podcast. Today we have two guests joining us from the Ayumi Facts and Figures Committee, Chair Philip Graham and Vice Chair Astrid Seltman. Thank you both for joining us today and welcome. To start, um, Philip, the Ayumi Annual Conference has just finished and as always, the Facts and Figures Workshop is one of the highlights. What would you say were the key messages from your presentation? Well, thank you. That's very kind. Yeah, it was uh, it was very strange this year, obviously doing it remotely because you know, it was difficult to gauge highlights because you didn't really have any interaction with an audience. So that was that that was something which was was interesting. But but from my standpoint, some of the messages I wanted to get across were were a lot of the human messages this year actually more than the numbers. So the plight of seafarers is something which is is very personal to to myself, but also incredibly important to Ayumi and the IMO. So um, putting that in the forefront of what we were talking about um, was really important to me. The other thing which is really interesting this year is obviously we're in a very unusual environment with COVID and there were some issues around the the way we could present statistics this year because of this abnormal blip that that happened in the the economies around the world in, in 2020. And I suppose one of the big takeaways was that there's obviously been a, a marked change in the behaviour of vessels and the the trade patterns around the world, and that's had a knock-on effect um, in insurance. So that was a that was a big message that came across. And I suppose the final message was one of the last things that we presented, and that's a very forward-looking message around the environment and something which we reached out to um, our Ayumi partners and our supporters around the world was to try and get some input on some environmental statistics going forward. And I've had a lot of really um, interesting people approaching me um, over the last couple of weeks, thanks to uh, thanks to Ayumi, who were looking to support us in that regard. So that's a that's a very forward looking message and some uh, and some future thinking around um, some of the data we want to uh, to give Ayumi and our partners going forward. That's great, thank you. And how has the current pandemic impacted this year? I mean, which businesses have been most affected, and how do you see the pandemic continuing to impact on marine underwriting? I think uh, I think Ashley can jump in because I mean, obviously, um, from both sides of, of the equation, I suppose you know it, it's going to impact us differently. So, from a pure insurance perspective, actually, COVID has had a relatively small impact directly on our business in terms of, of losses. Um, however, I've always said that marine insurance is the barometer of world trade. That's always been one of my kind of personal taglines, and and as consequence, there has been a a marked impact or will be a marked impact on insurance as a result of COVID as opposed to actually paying claims as a result of COVID. So, you know, trade has been down by a billion, a billion tons, for example. So that's from 13 billion down to 12 billion. That's a, that's a significant drop in world trade. That will have a long-term impact on cargo. The volatility of the oil price has had a big impact on the offshore energy um, market going forward. And without a doubt, most probably the most visual um, and marked um, impact is in the is in the cruise industry, which is obviously almost ground to a uh, to a standstill, and uh, and obviously there'll be some long term knock on effects of that, and we're already seeing a marked increase in the amount of scrapping of, of cruise vessels, something which is we haven't seen for for some time. Thank you, and Astrid, you collect and analyse each year certain core figures about the global marine insurance market, such as the premiums which reflect the size of the global marine insurance market or the market's technical results in terms of loss ratios. What are the main trends you derive from the 2019 data? Yes, uh, 
that is exactly the point. Just as uh, Phil said, we had um, what I usually collect for Ayumi is uh, a global premium and loss ratio data as of the end of the previous year. And as Phil already outlined, there is a major disruption in this year in 2020. So we have to differentiate, obviously, between the figures and trends we see as of 2019 and what has uh, been happening this year. And uh, as of 2019, as I mean, the global premium in terms of the, the volume of the overall global marine insurance market has kept relatively stable. But uh, more or less on all lines of business, such as cargo, um, hull and offshore energy. But this has, of course, to be seen in connection with the underlying portfolio. And uh, there, there is a certain discrepancy because the, uh, if you think of hull, the world fleet has been grow, uh, growing until last year and, and into this year still. But when the premium, the absolute premium stays stable and the fleet is growing, that means that there is a certain gap between uh, the development of the world fleet and the premium. So uh, the, the goal would be to close this gap and have a parallel development again. And we have seen a similar development also in the cargo business in the recent years that uh, world trade and especially the world trade values have been uh, growing while the cargo premium has uh, shown a slight decrease or, or stabilized now. But the development is not as parallel as it should be. As when it comes to the loss ratios, in, uh, as of end 2019, both for <coughs> cargo and hull, we have seen uh, um, a slight improvement uh, in 2019 as compared to the previous years. But as we all know, as I mean, the, the hull insurance results were uh, not sustainable anymore in 2018. So, so the recovery has started from, from a very low level. And as, uh, this development has to continue to get back to a sustainable level. And it has been a little bit similar for cargo, albeit not that extreme, that we have seen uh, that cargo results were impacted both by a decrease in premium and also increase of accumulation losses, net cat impact. And this has started to improve in 2019 as well, but there is still a way to go. And yes, the next um, interesting thing is then um, 2020, which we come, come to in a minute, I think. Great, thank you. And um, Astrid, there are many factors which impact marine insurance results. What do you regard as the most relevant recent claims and portfolio trends which insurers need to monitor? Yeah, what we need to monitor one uh, issue which has been uh, a lot in the focus of marine insurers in recent years that were uh, fires, especially and especially on container vessels, but also for row row uh, and and other types of vessels. This is something we also see is continuing into 2020. We have already uh, seen that the. The, the fires have not decreased. Also, what is uh, when we look at the 2020 situation? Also, what we have seen from from the uh, hull claims trends from uh, we compile at the Nordic Association of Marine Insurers that the claims trends as such have been positively affected by COVID, and that is directly related to what uh, Phil said about the activity levels of the, the values, because there has been, on overall, of, for the whole world fleet, there has been a reduced activity, mm. and that must be seen in connection with the reduced frequency of, of claims at an overall level. But as I said, this is not true for, for fire. Also the fire frequency has still kept at a, at a high level uh, and has not decreased uh, contrary to the other types of claims. 
And one thing we also have seen uh, uh, claims-wise is an increase in of casualties in certain American rivers uh, that was related to the Mississippi, where there have been high water levels and uh, in connection with uh, high water levels, uh, which have uh, led to a number of casualties. And in South America, it has been the opposite because there has been an extremely low water level in the Piranha River which has led to a number of groundings. And that is also something we see continued in the first half of 2020 with new casualties. Then, of course, uh, uh, a big issue is, is the value accumulation uh, uh, for the cargo. And that is also to be seen in relation with climate change, which Phil already uh, took up as a, as a big issue going forward because we see an increase in uh, net cat impact and uh, that of course also affects uh, the, the higher the value accumulation is in certain places like like individual vessels or on, in ports on land uh, if if you have more extreme net cat impact in such places then uh, this will may lead to to more extreme accumulation losses and and also, we, uh, I mean, from the Holland Shores, we have seen certain accumulations of uh, these idle cruise vessels in certain locations, uh, which, which are partly hurricane exposed. So that is also an interesting uh, aspect here. Astrid, with regard to the ongoing pandemic, did you already identify certain effects on marine insurance figures and what this may mean for the trends going forward? Yeah, so what we have seen uh, in the figures we compile at the Nordic Association, there was a clear impact on asset values, that is the insured, uh, which reflect the insured uh, values of the um, of the vessels. And there has been, the effect has been very differently by segments. And while we, also we usually compare the insured values uh, when the vessels are renewed from one year to the next, and usually the development is parallel for all types of vessels, albeit to a different degree. But what we saw in the first half of 2020, that different vessel types were affected very differently. And that is exactly in line with what uh, Phil said uh, initially, that, for example, the cruise market has been practically dead. So that means that uh, has uh, had a certain effect on insured values. And the same applies to supply offshore, which were affected by the uh, well, the extremely low oil price in, in, in the first part of the year and, and now a very uncertain outlook uh, for the future. And um, of course, the insured values have a direct relation to the premium income because premium income is uh, usually related to the, to the insured values uh, by, by in terms of rate. And uh, so the, then for the offshore energy business, of course, the oil price is a big question. And how is the demand going forward, which has been and the demand has been affected by, by this COVID situation. People are flying less and uh, traveling less. And uh, also, the, of course, uh, one uh, important issue for Holland Schrond is the activity pattern. And, and there is both, also, even if we have seen a reduced claims impact in the first half of 2020, we also have the potential for higher individual claims. Also, some, some um, vessels have instead been starting to go around the Horn of Africa instead of taking the shorter uh, way to, to Europe or um, of course, um, also the IMO 2020 is a very important issue to follow you know, because uh, vessels have been increasingly installed scrubbers or using alternative fuels. That may, of course, impact the machinery damage uh, going forward. So, so both the activity level and the um, 
IMO issues, they are influencing claims trends going forward. And that is something we need to, to monitor as insurers, of course. Thank you. And Philip, looking forward, um, how do you see the market developing over the next year? Well, if I had a crystal ball, I most probably wouldn't be doing this job. But um, putting my crystal ball to to one side, I think that uh, how is it going to develop? I think taking up on what Astrid said about the abnormally low level of claims that we've seen in 2020, I think underwriters out there have to be aware of that. You know, make sure we're not in some kind of false dawn and have false hope of, of where we think our results are right now. Because the first signs are is that trade is picking up at the moment. Um, all of the behavioral data we're seeing is that trade is return, returning to, to more normal levels. Obviously, there are still huge lag in the cruise industry and some other um, part of the container industry, but it's beginning to pick up. But we are going into an environment right now where in a lot of the parts of the world, we're seeing second lockdowns and we're seeing further impacts of COVID. So from a trade, from a trade perspective, we have to be slightly wary of the impact that's going to have. But one of the presentations we did have going forward was from Don Harrell, who works at Willis Re now. And it's pretty clear that we're also going into a hardening reinsurance market. So the cost side of our industry, which is always a concern, you know, we run far too high costs in our industry. The cost side of our industry is going to be further exacerbated by a potential increase in, in reinsurance costs at 1-1, because the reinsurance market has been collectively much more adversely affected by COVID from a, from a loss perspective than the, the general marine market. I suppose the other thing which I, I, when I look into the future is that I'm encouraged by momentum in 2020, and that's momentum within the data and the digitalization sector. People's demand for data and demand for digitalization and improvements in both efficiencies and awareness of risk is something which I find very encouraging because it's something, it's a mantra which I've been pushing for, for for years and years. So I think my hope for 2020 is that we encourage more people to share more data, um, be that um, our own large loss database, um, which sends some really interesting and dynamic results on the cargo side this year, which I hope people uh, found interesting and they can look on our website to find more information in that regard. But the whole, the whole data digitalization revolution is something which uh, I when I look into 2020, I hope to see further momentum. That's great. Thank you. Um, and thank you both so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Soon we will be publishing the IUMI Stats Report, which will be available on the IUMI website on www.iumi.com. Thank you again for joining us today and take care. Thank you. Thank you, everyone out there. Thank you. Thank you, Katarina.